to the Dogs in Danger Radio Hour, bringing you honest talk, even when it bites. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of DogsInDanger.com, Alex Alexanian and Brenda Bush, on AM970, The Apple. Wow. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are, live on the air, the Dogs in Danger Radio Hour, the premiere, the debut, the first time ever, and hopefully every week from hence forward. One hour from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. We have um, our great guests in the studio. I have next to me Brenda Bush. Hello, Brenda. Hello, everyone. And uh, it's very exciting. Uh, somebody sitting across from me is clapping away. I don't know at what. We haven't done anything yet. <laughs> for Brenda. Come on. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I appreciate uh, We'll introduce that. you in a minute. We'll give you $100 later. <laughs> so anyway, folks, uh, we wanted to start this with sort of a... Um, sort of an introspective look at why dogsindanger.com is started this radio hour on WNYM. And I guess, I guess it stems from what we did uh, about two and a half years ago when we launched dogsindanger.com, which was uh, a radically different approach to the problem of uh, unwanted dogs in this nation's shelters. And uh, that sort of led us to this position. Dogs in Danger has actually saved over 40,000, helped save over 40,000 dogs in association with hundreds of shelters across the country. So why are we doing a radio show if our job is to save dogs? Well, I can only tell you on my personal side of it, I got a little sick and tired of doggy doo-doo shows that are on the news channels these days. Okay, all we see about is Scissor Milan or other great people talking about what this dog is doing or not doing or the dog ate my kitchen or the, you know, the dog is doing this and how can I stop him? That, there's a lot more to the companion animals that we live our lives with than uh, me, 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 meaning that what's the dog doing to me? How can I stop him from doing this? Blah, blah, and give me more advice. These, these animals live with us. They eat with us. Sometimes they sleep with us. No comment. Uh, so we thought that, hey, we, you know, within this little family here, we said, hey, we're going to do the talk that nobody's talking about. We're going to go to places that no one is going to. And I think that you're going to see that right off the bat and the first show and these terrific guests that we have lined up for you. So what do you have to say about that, Miss Bush? Can I just say uh, I'm sick to my stomach and I'm wishing I didn't have that double espresso this morning. I'd like to be sitting home with my dogs in the rain New York, right now in New York. <clears throat> but uh, we're really excited to be doing this show and uh, getting some, uh, some honest talk about a dog's life out on the airways. We've got a lot of uh, exciting things lined up for today. And uh, I think uh, the first is going to be... Um well, we're going to be talking uh, about Oreo's Law today. And if, for those that don't know about Oreo's Law, you're going to get a very quick l lesson in it. Uh, for those, we're not going to concentrate on exactly why it's named Oreo's Law, but I'm sure that the guests that are sitting across from me are going to bring that to our attention. And you're, but I think it's a much deeper and philosophical issue that we're going to talk about. And we are not going to bore you. Believe me, we're going to sort of skim the issues. Uh, this is a legislative, this is a law that was uh, being trying to pass in the New York State Legislature, and it failed. And so we're going to have later on in the show one, uh, the key person, uh, the assemblyman that introduced this bill and has been actually challenged by it and has been trying as hard as he can to pass this. And we're going to talk about what are some of the challenges that he had and why this law, we feel anyway, is a, is a good step, a positive step, a step in the right direction. 
um, and why other step, states have been able to pass these laws, major states, um, Delaware being just the one that passed it unanimously, by the way, just uh, two weeks ago. Uh, California passed it, what, 18 years ago, 16 years ago. Um, so there's a lot of precedent for it. Why did it fail in New York? Uh, being a New York resident, I felt uh, quite hurt and, uh, and disappointed that my legislatures weren't able to muster up the muscle. Uh, but we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about that. And it's not over yet because the, the, it, it didn't fail in the legislature. It was only tabled in a major committee. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what you guys can do. And we'll talk about uh, a little bit more about what our plans are as the weeks develop and the kind of subjects that we're going to be covering. Ah, by the way, we don't want to leave this out. You guys can participate. You can call in and we'll take your calls. We'll talk about your dog. Please don't tell us the dog ate the kitchen. That is not the show. This is it. That's the wrong number to call. But if you do want to talk about your dog and, and some of the issues we're discussing, call us at 866-970-9622. Let me say that again. 866-970-9622. We'll also be doing some uh, emails, uh, reading some emails of comments from uh, anyone on Oreo's Law. You can email us at radio at dogsindanger.com, and uh, we're trying to monitor those. Uh, amongst all the other gadgets we ha have here in the radio studio, we're trying to monitor that, too, so you can uh, feel free to send us an email there, and we'll try to read everyone's thoughts. Perfect. So a couple of little things. We call this little segment here a pet talk du jour. And, du jour, and I don't know how long we have left, but uh, just a couple of interesting things that came across the wires today and uh, this week. Uh, really fascinating study that I, I went by. AAA did a study to find out uh, what dog owners do when they're driving. Figure it out. And uh, Brenda's looking at me like, what do you do? I, no comment. 21% of drivers allowed their dog to sit on their lap. Okay. That's 21% of all people allow their dog, including myself. Okay, so please, I don't want a policeman following me out of the studio. <laughs> but it's a big no-no, according to the uh, officials, and it's one of the huge, huge danger points. It's as bad as texting while you're driving. Wow, how about that? More of a dog Bigger than that, right? Yeah. Hopefully, some, hopefully someone else who will go unnamed in the studio is going to apple. Dogs in Danger is an award-winning charity that has turned the animal world on its head. It's the last chance for dogs waiting on death row in shelters across the country. They tell the public what dog is where and how many days they have before being killed. Then caring people like you go and save the poor dog and bam, you have a new best friend and a happy family. Dogs in Danger has done this over 40,000 times in just two and a half years. Wow. Now you can help Dogs in Danger spread the word and save even more lives. Your donation is 100% tax deductible. So what are you waiting for? Go to dogsindanger.com and click the donate button. Just $18 a month will make them reach farther and help end the killing of our furry friends. www.dogsindanger.com. Then click donate and do something good for your soul. Time Magazine says America has become an Islamophobic country that exaggerates the dangers of Muslim terrorism. We'll talk to one of the editors responsible for that nonsense. And the Tea Party movement got started because people were fed up with growing government and soaring deficits. We'll talk to one of the leaders of that movement, a former congressional leader, about how those principles will fare in the elections Monday on the Medved Show. Weekday afternoons at 3, AM 970, The Apple.
Congratulations on landing the job. I'm really excited for you. Thanks. How's your search going? The job market's tight. I mean, I can barely get an interview. Yeah. And I've got student loans to deal with. You're lucky, you know. The National Guard paid your loans off. Luck. The Guard was a smart decision, one you can still make. The National Guard Student Loan Repayment Program can pay up to $50,000 of your existing student loans. Get the details at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the New York National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. Barkable Radio. The Dogs in Danger Radio Hour on AM 970, The Apple. Here are your hosts, Alex and Brenda. Hey, hey, hey. We're back. We're back in the studio with Matt DeAngelis and Carrie Clare. Both of uh, both directors or president and vice president are both co-directors of Pets Live, uh, Upstate New York Rescue. Hello. You know, all three of those are right. All three of those sets of titles are right. So, nice. <laughs> Which one do you like better? Uh, I like co-director. He likes Supreme King. Supreme yeah, King, absolutely. I like that. But that's one reserved for me. <laughs> well, okay. We'll share that one. It's great to be here. Uh, congratulations to you guys. And uh, I you. hope the show is on the air forever. Sure. Thank you, thank you, and I hope you're going to join us many, many times. You have so much to contribute. Uh, well, we appreciate that. You know, that's probably up for debate, but thank you. That's nice of you to say. <laughs> so you'll have to prove yourself today, okay? <laughs> right, we'll, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, um, and Carrie, of course. So tell us, uh, what is Oreos Low about? And, and, you know, without getting into the major part, and tell us why you're so important and such a central figure, Pets Alive is such a central figure in what happened with Oreo and its... Uh, Okay, sure. Well, first of all, we're Pets Alive Animal Sanctuary. Uh, we've been in Middletown, New York for, uh, we're going to have our 35th anniversary next year. And um, we take the animals basically that nobody else takes, uh, sort of like a dog's in danger personified. Mm-hmm. Live. In danger. Right, exactly. <laughs> and Carrie will tell you the story of, of what happened with Oreo, but I'll, I'll start, I'll preface it by saying Oreo's law is very simple. It says if an organization like Pets Alive wants an animal that another organization is about to kill, uh, they can't say no if we ask for the animal. Unless there's some specific uh, conditions like the animal suffering or the animal is uh, determined to be a dangerous dog under New York law, which I won't get into. Let, but, let, let me understand this for a second, Matt, and, and for the viewers as well. So under current law, if there's a dog and he's in a shelter and an organization such as yours approaches the shelter and says, I, we'll take responsibility for this dog, we'll pay for it, we'll rehabilitate it, we'll take all costs associated with it, we'll, we'll make sure, and we will not kill this dog under any circumstances, and goes to the shelter, the shelter has the right to say, no, That's correct. we will not give you this dog, we choose in our supreme opinion, again, that's my title, but nevertheless, <laughs> right. in, in our supreme opinion, we're going to kill this dog. Right. And their supreme opinion, the dog's better off dead. And let me add that this is not an isolated incident. It happens every single day to us. Every single day, Pets Alive appeals to shelters that have dogs or cats on their euthanasia list and say, hey, well, we're willing to take this dog into our facility. And every day we hear the words, no, for no reason, for no good reason. It, it, there's no logic in this. Well, one yeah. guy comes and says, let's save the dog. And the other one says, no, I'm going to kill it. And there's, like, nothing you can do about this. Nothing. And the No Kill Advocacy Center did a study, uh, and they asked New York Rescues if this had happened to them. And 70% of them said it had. It had happened to them. Absolutely. And Carrie, I'll let Carrie tell you the specific story of Oreo. Well, I also just want to add that these are, we're not talking about um, dangerous dogs. We're not talking about aggressive dogs. I, I would say probably 
there's probably very, very, very few shelters or rescues that want to take in a dog that's aggressive. That's not what we're looking for. Wow, there's one. <laughs> I think we're going to be cutting away quickly, and we'll come back to our Dogs in Danger sequence, Brenda. Yeah, this is, uh, I guess that's the cue for the, the first dog of the day. Uh, we decided we're going to highlight a couple of dogs from the Dogs in Danger website on each show to give them a little added exposure. So the first is... Um, uh, this poor little dog didn't even get a name. Some of the dogs don't, the shelters don't give them names. This, this dog is a young female terrier at uh, the Hartford shelter, and uh, she's about three years old, adorable as can be. She's about 15 pounds with big brown eyes, awesome personality, the shelter says, very friendly, loves everybody she meets, loves to get picked up, very affectionate, good with other dogs, good with cats, great on leash. So why is this dog in a shelter is my question. Uh, City of Hartford Animal dog. Shelter. Yeah, she's, she's adorable. See the adorable. picture here? Too bad we don't have, uh, you know, view a radio. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and you can contact Sherry at the Hartford Animal Shelter, 860-757-4395. Um, and uh, you can also find that dog on the Dogs in Danger website. Yeah, adorable dog. I can't believe that dog. Well, get, getting back to our guest. So this this makes no sense to me. There's no logic at all. They, they choose to... they. I mean, you're taking the responsibility for the dog, right? Whether the dog is aggressive or not, or not is immaterial in a sense because it's your problem. Music from the heavens. So what do you think of that? Uh, I think that you're absolutely right. I mean, the bottom line is, and, you know, Oreo briefly, Oreo was a, um, a one-and-a-half-year-old pit bull mix that was abused by her owner and ultimately thrown off a six-story building in... Uh, More of the Dogs in Danger Radio Hour is on the way on AM 970, The Apple. Dogs in Danger is an award-winning charity that has turned the animal world on its head. It's the last chance for dogs waiting on death row in shelters across the country. They tell the public what dog is where and how many days they have before being killed. Then caring people like you go and save the poor dog and bam, you have a new best friend and a happy family. Dogs in Danger has done this over 40,000 times in just two and a half years. Wow. Now you can help Dogs in Danger spread the word and save even more lives. Your donation is 100% tax deductible. So what are you waiting for? Go to dogsindanger.com and click the donate button. Just $18 a month will make them reach farther and help end the killing of our furry friends. www.dogsindanger.com Then click donate and do something good for your soul. The other day I was talking to Martin Rybick of P.S. Meats and Provisions in the heart of Little Polonia, Garfield, New Jersey. And he was telling me what a huge hit his Polish beef jerky was. But I thought he was calling me a jerky boy. I said, you called me what? He said, no, no, no. I'm telling you how we make the Polish beef jerky right here on the premises with the leanest, highest quality certified Angus beef. We hand cut them into foot-long strips. We cover them with our very own signature P.S. spices and then gently wood smoke them. It's a fantastic on-the-go snack that's lean, chewy, and natural. And Martin Rybeck told me he's got one customer alone who orders 300 pounds of the Polish beef jerky every month. So when I visited P.S. Meat and Provisions in Garfield, New Jersey, you know I was trying the Polish beef jerky first. It was the best, not like the rest. Just go to PolishJerky.com to get your order in. That's PolishJerky.com. Type in Curtis in the promo code box for your special discount. That's PolishJerky.com. Promo code C-U-R-T-I-S at Polish jerky.com 
throw your friend a bone. It's more of the Dogs in Danger Radio Hour on AM 970, The Apple. Here are your hosts, Alex and Brenda. Sorry about that, guys, but you know how computers are. I do. They take over us. Pre-programmed heartbreak. So, I love those. So we've got a good run here, and uh, let's pick back on the subject. The subject du jour is uh, Oreo's Law in New York State, what Oreo's Law was, and Matt was just telling us, and Carrie were just telling us, um, how the application of this law and what happened with the case of Oreo that inspired this law. So right. please pick We were up. actually just, just trying to fill you in a little on Oreo was, you know, a dog, and, and I think it's important that people... Uh, understand that that this law is standing up for the for Oreo's life. So we just wanted to fill you in a little bit on what happened and how Oreo's law came to be, Carrie. Well, basically, we got a call um, the night the day before Oreo was supposed this is to you. die. You guys I, got this call. I, I did actually. It was an email. I was happened to be up at about one in the morning and checking my email. And some other organizations had said there's this dog that's the hero of New York. She was thrown off the building. She'd be, been beaten every day of her life. And the ASPCA took her, raised a lot of money from her case, um, patched up every one of her broken bones, and they're killing her tomorrow. Wait, um, how much money did they raise? Do you know? Do you know? Uh, $3 million is what I was told. How did they do that? They publicized this dog's story or you something? Bet. You bet. They it was all over the news as well. It was all over the news. Many people made donations to help this dog. So, in your approximation, $3 bucks. That's what I was Buckaroos told. Buckaroos were someone a... who would know, Alex. So. Wow. And so, I got on the horn and I just started calling everybody I could at the ASPCA, including Ed Sayers. I left many, many voicemails and said, look, Pets Alive will step up and accept this dog. Um, we, we are very good training. We have very, we have good, very good trainers at rehabilitating any dogs. Uh, however, the only aggression issues they were ever able to report about Oreo were dog-to-dog aggression. They said there really wasn't any. We have many documented um, people from the ASPCA saying there was no aggression to you. Well, wait, why do we talk about aggression? I don't want to, guy. I want to talk about the law and what well, happened. They, but they wouldn't give us the dog because they claimed the dog was. Uh, right. Aggressive. But why did they raise money if the dog was aggressive and stuff like that? Why did they raise all this money for? That's a really good question. You'll have to ask them. They they consented to come here today for the interview, right? Uh, no, I think oh, we're going to go oh, through I'm a list sorry. of all the people oh, okay. we tried to reach out to on the other side of the law <laughs> that sort of did a pass. Do you have a, Do you have sound effects of crickets? Yeah. <laughs> you can put that in. But I think that uh, that I think though I would like to add that I think Oreo's law gets bogged down in this crap about. Um, I'm sorry to use that word, but it's crap about aggressive dogs. Oreo's law is not about saving aggressive dogs. That's so, wait, wait, not what it's about. Before we leave that, so let's talk. So Oreo, okay. the dog, has been an, is an abused dog. He's in the ASPCA shelter or yeah. whatever, and ASPCA publicizes this dog's story. They raise, to your approximation, $3 million dollars. And then you get a phone call, right? And what happens? Actually, they didn't publicize they were killing her. Right. Of course That we found out behind the scenes. And we stepped up and said that we would take the dog into our facility. We invited them to come up and see our facility. We invited them to learn more about us, give them references, anything that they wanted. However, they never got back to us. Now, you guys have been around for a long time. 35 years. 35 years. So you're a well-known, reputed rescue group. And the ASPCA has given us many dogs in the past. We've pulled dogs from the CACC for many years. They've delivered dogs to us. I mean, we're not, you know, at odds with them in any way. And we said that well, we, we would step up. we weren't at the time. Well, we kind of <laughs> are now. Uh, we did say that we would step up and take the dog, and we never heard back. And so then what I did is I contacted every reporter, every reporter that had written a story about Oreo when she first fell off the roof, because it was very widely covered. Mm-hmm. And I talked to people from the New York Times for the Daily News, and I called all of them and said, can you 
get in touch with ASPCA and tell them we will take this dog. And many of them picked this fight up and they called and were still no return calls, nothing. And ultimately the ASPCA did kill the dog even though there was vigils outside and protests and people flooding the streets to not kill this dog and they, 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 did, they did anyway. And, but did they return to $3 million back? Because hmm. I remember getting a check from the AC. Did you guys get a check? <laughs> oh, you know, come to think of it, I don't believe they did. No, nah, they're not giving us much of anything these but again, days. But I, again, I don't think that's what this is about. I mean, I, I think we get bogged down in this like it's us against them issue, right, and I don't right. want it to be like that. It isn't us against them. Absolutely. I support a lot of the things the ASPCA does. However, when you're killing a dog or a cat, then another organization is qualified and can help. There's no reason for it ever. Right, Ever. and you know, Oreo was the genesis of the story, right? But we don't want to spend too much time focusing right. on Oreo the dog. There's a greater That's picture right. here. This is about when a, when, a, when a legitimate rescue requests to take responsibility for a dog, does the shelter have to turn over responsibility right. to the shelter Not rather just than dog. killing it? Right, and, and dogs can't. And this incited Oreo's law, right? There was a movement that this particular incident created to pass a law to ensure that this will never happen again in our great state, That's correct? Right. And right. Okay, um, and then so now tell us, Oreo's law, you guys are behind it, tell us what exactly is in this law that tried to pass the assembly uh, and didn't make it this system. Well, it was actually surprisingly short. I mean, if you go read the law, and you can do that at PetsAlive.com slash Oreo, uh, it's very simple. It says exactly what we've all been saying. Um, if there's a qualified rescue that wants an animal that's going to be killed at another organization, that organization has to turn the animal over, period. Well, and it seems like a no-brainer. So, so what, what's, some of the, what's some of the opposition out there? I mean, what are the reasons? Well, the opposition is basically, this is even simpler than we've been saying. This is a matter of right and wrong, Brenda. It's basically, uh, is killing an animal right when another organization will take care of that animal and there's another alternative. It's that simple. And the opposition to this is trying to obfuscate that by trying to turn the argument from right and wrong to, well, what about hoarders? Well, what about dog fighters? You know, hoarders and dog fighters can go to Craigslist and get dogs all day. Right. They don't need to, to have a, you know, to go through all this paperwork and everything else. Well, from what I understand, you have, the requirement in the law is that you have to be what they call a 501c3, which is a federal authentication. It's a, it's a, it is a tax status, but it also says that you're a charitable organization, that people can donate money to you and, and deduct it from their income taxes. And to get that, what do you have to go through to, to be able to get that um, authentication from the government? It's actually gotten a lot worse. Um, it takes about two years to get, and you have to prove your um, reliability, your actual um, you know, character, and uh, your financial status. Uh, but even more than that, I mean, we've slowly... Uh, the original Oreos law was modeled after the California law, which is called Hayden's law. Correct. And we added some things to it, and, and Micah Kellner will tell you more about this, Assemblymember Kellner. We added things to it based on what people said they wanted. Now, if you go to the Delaware law, which was just mm -hmm. passed, Oreo's law is absolutely nothing compared to the Delaware law. Mm -hmm. It's 50 times more watered complicated, mm -hmm. and ours. ours is totally watered down. But what I loved in the Delaware law was that it says... If the ASPCA wants to give pets, if Pets Live asks the ASPCA for a dog, the ASPCA has the right to come and see our facility. I love that. Right. That should solve any issue of 
uh, you know, we're dog fighters mm-hmm. and we're hoarders mm-hmm. and, you know, we're Republicans. Whatever it is that right. is upsetting <laughs> everybody, they can come and look for themselves. Yeah. And again, so, we're talking so, about dogs that would be dead. Right. So, so Matt, let, let's dig beneath the, the surface of the issue, okay? Let's figure out exactly why did this thing fail, and then we're going to talk <laughs> with Assemblymember Kellner, and we're going to ask him the same question, because it's, it's illogical to me that you would choose to kill a dog, then turn it over to a rescue with 35 years of history of accomplishment without being sued and put out of business, because if you guys were really bad at this, they would have sued your nail off, and then you would have been, you know, you would have been gone by now. You got that so, right. So something else happened here, okay, beneath the radar screen, and that's what this show's about. It's about digging a little bit deeper, but really not, conf- you know, confounding the public with all the intricacies of the law. I know that there was a law like this passed in California. It's called Hoyden's Law. It passed uh, 12 years ago or 14 years ago, and it's very much an appreciated and loved law, very much similar. And this law in New York was basically a duplicate. Am I correct? Well, that's right. Uh, Dr. Tammy Bryant, who is uh, in California, is the, the person who wrote, she's a professor at UCLA, she wrote Hayden's Law. She also helped Micah Kellner write Oreo's Law. Mm-hmm. So um, it's pretty much a, an exact, it's plagiarism, basically. We plagiarized the Hayden Law. You did. Okay, well, don't so mess it, with what works, right? Right. Of course. <laughs> and, it's, and so California, the largest state in the union, by the way, has been has had this law in place for 12 years or 14 years i don't know exactly more than a decade more than a decade and they haven't had these horrible problems that right. uh, that right. they're saying hoarders whatever right. monsters coming out of the wall exactly. stuff right okay and then delaware just goes ahead and i and i have to tell you something uh, congratulations to every single member of the delaware legislature they passed this thing unanimously yeah. guys kudos to them okay unanimously absolutely. that's a fantastic that's a, that's a, that's a, law too yeah. fantastic absolutely and, and it goes one step forward forward uh, more in delaware they can't even euthanize an animal if they have an empty run which happens here in new york right. every single day they can't euthanize an animal if they have a run where two animals could be combined that get along together um they can't euthanize an animal if they have a foster home available and that goes way more than what we even simply ask for with oreo's law this is terrific we're going to come right back okay guys and then we're going to introduce uh, Assemblyman Kellner. We're going to open it up to the public. Okay, call in now with your questions. Call in AM 970-866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. More of the Dogs in Danger Radio Hour is on the way on AM 970, The Apple. And the news. AM 970, The Apple. It's 79 degrees with overcast skies in New York City. Rainy weather cut down the crowd sizes, but demonstrations for and against the proposed mosque near Ground Zero took place today. Passionate words from both sides of this debate about the mosque on Sunday. Stuart Kaufman waving an American flag, joining 300 others to denounce the proposed mosque. This is just for the purpose of putting a thumb in our eye, and we're going to put it right back at them. And that includes Mayor Bloomberg, uh, Mrs. Pelosi, and includes the President of the United States. And supporters of the mosque, like Clive, who lives in this neighborhood, does not understand the controversy. Muslims died in 9-11. I had a friend who died in 9-11 in the World Trade Center building, and he would not be happy to see the divisiveness that, uh, that that tragedy was being used for. Glenn Shuck on Park Place. Police on Staten Island said a livery cab driver with a medical condition lost control of his car and hit a woman who was crossing the street. Sylvia Cameron was at Vanderbilt and Tompkins Avenue around 7 Saturday when she was hit. She was taken to the hospital where she was pronounced dead. The car jumped a curb and crashed into two homes before coming to a stop. The driver is not expected to be charged. 
On the roads, George Washington Bridge, about a 40-minute wait for you heading into Manhattan. Lincoln Tunnel, a 15-minute wait. Holland Tunnel seems to have eased out nicely for you, so that's good news. Elsewhere in the five boroughs, seeing some congestion right now traveling on the Deacon both directions into the uh, George Washington Bridge. A lot of that is due to Yankee Stadium traffic. Now that the game is underway, hopefully delays will slowly start to ease. Speaking of the game, it is the first inning. No score between the Yankees and Seattle. The Mets will take on the Pirates in Pittsburgh later today. Taking a look at the weather forecast for today, it's going to be cloudy with showers, a high 78. Tonight, clouds, a low of 70. Tomorrow, a partly sunny day. Thunderstorms are possible, a high 75 degrees. AM 970, The Apple is New York City's fastest-growing talk radio station. Check out Curtis Lee Monday morning on your drive to work and find out why. I am Bill Powers on the Talk of New York on AM 970, The Apple. Have you ever dreamed about owning your own business? Perhaps you're unemployed or just tired of working towards someone else's dream. Guidan Financial Group can show you how you can purchase a business or franchise without getting a loan. If you have more than $50,000 in retirement funds, they can show you how to invest that money directly into a business or franchise without taking a taxable distribution. Because you're investing your IRA or 401k funds in a business, you're not getting a loan. That means no debt or payments. Guidan Financial Group made the list of Inc. Magazine's fastest-growing companies in 2008 and 2009. To learn how you can use your retirement funds to invest in a business or franchise, call Guidan Financial Group for a free one-on-one consultation. Call 866-200-1313. That's 866-200-1313. Guidan Financial Group, 866-200-1313. Welcome back to the Dogs and Danger Radio Hour, bringing you honest talk, even when it bites. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of DogsandDanger.com, Alex Alexanian and Brenda Bush on AM970, The Apple. Well, 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 we're back on the air with uh, our friends Matt and Carrie from Pets Alive, and we're going to be introducing Assemblyman Kellner in just one second. The uh, topic du jour is uh, Oreo's Law. Oreo's law that failed to pass uh, this last last time in the legislature, and we're gonna, we're going to pick it up right where we left it. Okay, at the, at this point, you, you were talking about this law was introduced to correct this incident that happened with the ASPCA and this dog Oreo, and then what happened? You want to tell us, or should we bring it? Let's bring in Assemblyman Kel- Kellner with us right now. He lived it, so he lived it. So let's bring in the guy that lived it. Okay. Thank you, Brenda. Hello. I really appreciate you uh, having me on today to talk about Oreo's law. Uh, the whole point of the law was threefold. was one, to make sure animals that had another place to go weren't killed. Two, it relieved a financial burden off state and localities in having to take care of these animals and pay to kill these animals. And three, uh, it allowed rescue groups to finally have a whistleblower provision when it came to bad shelters. Because right now, everything is based on a handshake agreement. And if a shelter feels that a rescue group has told on them or pointed out they're doing the wrong thing, they can just break that handshake agreement and there's no protection for the rescue group to point out uh, bad things. Okay, so... um 
sum it up again. There, I mean, the key elements is that they have to turn the dog over yeah. to a 501c3, a federally recognized 501c3. I mean, that's exactly. the central element, right? Well, that is the essential element, and they have to meet, the 501c3 also has to meet certain guidelines. They cannot have ever been convicted, a member of their staff, volunteer, board of directors, convicted of animal cruelty or accused of animal cruelty. Also, dogs uh, with rabies can't be pulled under this law, nor can dogs and cats with panleukin parvo. And would that be the same requirements that they're using under uh, the Hayden's Law in California that's been so successful all these years? Uh, actually, Hayden's Law is a lot more general, and the original draft of our law was very general. We, um, what we put in, uh, Hayden's Law never speaks to how you do the pulling process, how many days, how long the animal needs to be held, um, how a rescue group would contact a shelter. We actually outlined all of those things very specifically in Oreo's Law. So we tried to take what we've learned over the last 10 years from Hayden's Law and take it a step further. Well, Assemblyman, to a, um, a simple-minded person such as myself, it makes absolutely no sense that this law went down um, in the Agriculture Committee. Uh, mm -hmm. Tell us what happened. Just give, give us a quick summary from your, you know, perched uh, a, a, in Albany. What happened? Well, I think what happened is I think there are two mindsets uh, in the animal rescue and uh, humane movement right now. One is the old mindset of the 19th century that people are irresponsible and therefore animals must die. And there is the other mindset that we should do everything possible and pursue every alternative before uh, killing an animal using the, the no-kill equation. And there were a lot of organizations that had big names that were very respected um, who had singers doing multi-million dollar commercials for them, who <laughs> were telling legislators that the no-kill equation uh, is dangerous, that it, it leaves far too much open, um, and that cat hoarders and dog fighters will be able to get a hold of these animals. And that's really why it went down. Basically, um, rational common sense lost out to fear and hysteria. And how often does that happen in Albany again? Um, you know, we, we, we have been labeled the most dysfunctional legislature in the state of the union, in the state of the, uh, you know, the country. So uh, it's not, it, it wasn't surprising. <laughs> so uh, I've got to tell you, Assemblyman, we, um, we reached out to the ASPCA. We reached out to the New York City Bar Association. We reached out to the Animal Law Coalition. We reached out to Best Friends. And we reached out to everybody else, anybody else that would talk to us. And none of them wanted to come on the program. Um, I'll well, just read you. It was, it, was, it was interesting because until the, the law was defeated, no one wanted to say anything publicly, save the Animal Law Coalition and the New York, the, the, the Bar Association. And it was very interesting because there were some folks who were on that Animal Law Committee who came to me after the fact and said certain people who were formerly employed by the ASPCA really dominated the conversation when it came to what the Bar Association put out. Wow. You know, we also reached out to uh, Assemblyman uh, or Chairman of the Agriculture Committee, um, Assemblyman McGee, and I have to say something, and I'd love to, to, to hear your opinion on this. Um, I was quite impressed by, because, as you know, he was a negative vote on the, and a key negative vote since he's the Chairman of the Committee. Um, and the law had to pass the committee before it could move on towards the assembly for a vote. 
Um, and uh, Mr. McGee took, this, took several phone calls from me, and Mr. McGee was quite uh, interested. He said, there's some problems with the law. I'm willing to work with uh, Micah Kellner to get this thing done in the next session. And I felt fairly hard, you know, uh, I, I had a very warm feeling that uh, he had possibly opened up his mind and he was reconsidering his position. Um, do you have the same sort of feelings? Um, you know, I, 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 I've long known Chairman McGee. He's always been open. I worked with his staff uh, very closely when we did, you know, several redrafts. Uh, if you notice, we're on a, um, a deprint of the bill. That means we did five sets of amendments to the bill. Wow. And I'm happy, as I have been with every group who wanted to sit down and discuss uh, this legislation to hear their thoughts. It does not mean I'm going to take everything they say. I don't want to water down the ultimate goal, which is if an animal is going to be killed by one organization and a qualified organization wants to take that animal instead, that they get the easiest access to that animal possible. Absolutely. I mean, this is one of those no-brainer laws that you just can't even figure out that there is a, we're sitting here discussing it. I mean, this is the kind of thing that should have just happened in the background. That's what government is for. You know, wait, you say what government is for, however, and you're complimenting McGee, and, uh, you know, if this is going to be, you know, open-minded conversation here, let's all say that uh, Mr. McGee got over 10,000 phone calls and emails from literally. our supporters, literally, and ignored them all. So if he's saying now he's willing to walk, walk, you know, work with uh, Assemblyman Kellner, well, I'm really glad to hear that. But how come he ignored his constituents when they called and phoned and emailed him well, because for three a, days straight? Because so he's a who, politician, who were, no offense, Micah. So who were the people that, uh, that put the nail into Oriole's law then? I mean, somebody was putting the pressure on, right? I, I, you know, I think, sadly, um, this, didn't, this debate, and we tried to move it away, became about people's reputations as opposed to what was actually in the bill. Saving because lives. Because time and time again, you know, every group who opposed it, either quietly or loudly, would always open their conversation with me by saying, we really like the concept. <laughs> but, but so what's just, the language that's going to make that concept work? Well, I, I think that's really the issue here. And one of the issues, and it goes to back to what Matt was talking about with the Delaware law, is what groups and who gets to decide what groups and we actually looked at having a provision where the shelter could look at a rescue group but the question is how do you create the criteria for which they can determine uh, a rescue group is allowed or not allowed to pull because ultimately if it's the shelter getting to decide which groups were no better than where we are now where they get to say i like you and i don't like you um, we looked at maybe whoever was doing humane law enforcement um, to be the person making the decision. Uh, one of the issues we have is oftentimes in New York State, it's a very large state uh, geographically, the rescue groups aren't always you know, right around the corner from the shelter, so it's often hard to inspect. Um, hmm. So I, I think that's one issue there, but it, it's about you know, fine-tuning that language, and we're actually trying to work on that exact language. But what I have found in doing all the sets of amendments is every time someone asked me to do something and we were willing to do it, they came back and they wanted something else. Something it more. It became about, not about actually getting the law to where it should be, but about picking the can down the road to sort of delay. Well, do you, do you, you do this, Assemblyman. Maybe then we could support it. Okay, I've done that. <laughs> and then they would say, oh, now we need you to do this. Right. Do you think that there's been a change in Chairman McGee? Because he's a, he's a, he's a critical person in moving this forward. 
Um, you know, I, I, I haven't spoken to uh, Bill recently, but I, I'm always happy to talk to him. We, we, our seats on the floor of the assembly are right next to each other, so we, we do spend a good deal of time together. But um, uh, the question is, is what, what are they asking for? Because the one thing I'm not willing to do is just enshrine what the current practice is, where the shelter basically gets to pick right. and hand pick and choose which rescue groups get to take animals. Yeah, and you know what? We're totally with you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. on, on this one, we're just totally with you, Assemblyman. And Mike has been, been a hero in all this. And, yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about the... Uh, the Delaware law, and Micah, you know as well as I do that the Delaware law is very interesting in that it says rescue groups like the ASPCA can check out groups like us, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really say what they can do about it afterward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're going to need to get a ten-gallon hat for Assemblyman uh, Kellner and send it over to him, right? A big white ten-gallon yeah, hat. I mean, I think maybe twenty. In Delaware is. If if you come to Pets Alive and you find something that's actionable, you call whoever it is, in this case it would be the sheriff of Orange County, to come in and do something about it. But let's also face it, we have uh, an inspection kind of approval process right here in New York City, the Mayor's Alliance, and it's an absolute miserable failure. So is that what we want to go along with Oreo's Law, a group like the Mayor's Alliance that will arbitrarily pick and choose who they like and who they don't like to be able to save animals' lives you know, in the it's, CACC? It's really great that you brought that up because we reached <laughs> out to the Animal Law Coalition. And um, it's it's fascinating. Their the brief that they had put down, uh, put out, not put down, wrong word, but yeah. right topic. Yeah, uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, they were talking about Hayden's Law because Hayden's Law is much admired, as we said. And it is 1998. I see my notes. Here's what they said: It is not the same desperate situation in New York in 2010. The Mayor's Alliance, working with more than 160 rescues, moves 1,500 to 1,700 animals from New York City shelters each month, meaning referring that we don't need this sort of a law. Now, let me just say one other thing, and then I'll turn it over to you guys. Last year, okay, the New York shelter system statistics, their own statistics show they killed 13,620 animals. And 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 they're fudged. That's not even close to what they have. Whatever it is, this is their number. Okay, this is their number. That doesn't include sick animals. That's their that's healthy another show. animals. Yeah, that's yeah. their healthy animals. Yeah, right, right. We understand. So clear. here's a law that's going to take off a tremendous amount of the burden from them. And they're basically saying because the Mayor's Alliance is doing such a great job taking out 1,500 animals, we shouldn't try to eat into the 13,600. Everything is just perfect. You know? And we'll work on it and we'll try to edge that 1,500 up to 1,600 and we'll work really hard. We don't need this law. Right. Uh, I mean, the, the interesting thing here is that that's their argument, that, that Hayden's Law's time has passed and that, that we have access. Yet when the No Kill Advocacy Center did a blind survey of rescue groups in New York State, over 70% said that they had had some difficulty or had been turned away by shelters when they asked to take animals that otherwise would have been killed. Wow. It's, it's quite a story. It's, it's one of those stories. So when does this come back for consideration, and, do you think? by the way, Alex... Uh, it, it's okay, going to start okay, in, Jan- in January. We take up the new session, and we're going to start working on it again. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably have some revisions to the bill, but it, it's the, the concept is going to stay the same. And what can the listeners do? What can we do? What can the listeners do? Uh, if you live, you know, if you live in New York State, call your assembly member, call your state senator, and say, "I'm a I'm a voter in your district. I want you to support Oreo's law the next time around." If, 
if you can see on the assembly website and the Senate website if they're on the Agriculture Committee, say, we're going to watch your vote on the Agriculture Committee. There were several folks who told me there were even some sponsors of the bill who decided to vote against the bill when it came up in committee, which was very interesting. More of the Dons in Danger Radio Hour is on the way on AM 970, The Apple. Dogs in Danger is an award-winning charity that has turned the animal world on its head. It's the last chance for dogs waiting on death row in shelters across the country. They tell the public what dog is where and how many days they have before being killed. Then caring people like you go and save the poor dog and bam, you have a new best friend and a happy family. Dogs in Danger has done this over 40,000 times in just two and a half years. Wow. Now you can help Dogs in Danger spread the word and save even more lives. Your donation is 100% tax deductible. So what are you waiting for? Go to dogsindanger.com and click the donate button. Just $18 a month will make them reach farther and help end the killing of our furry friends. www.dogsindanger.com Then click donate and do something good for your soul. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. On the next Hugh Hewitt Show, President Obama's in Massachusetts. He's at Martha's Vineyard, having a wonderful time. It's his third vacation in three weeks. It's his sixth vacation in like seven weeks. He's relaxed. He's, he's having a wonderful summer. How about you? Are you part of the 9.5% of people who are unemployed or the new half million people who filed for jobless benefits for the first time? We'll talk about the president's vacation on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. Weeknights at 6, AM 970, The Apple. Amusement parks, ice cream, movies, restaurants, groceries, dry cleaning. Now when you stay at a Econo Lodge, get 30 days of access to thousands of discounts for restaurants, shopping, movie tickets, and more. It's 30 days of savings. A great way to give your wallet some R&R this summer. Stays must be booked at econolodge.com or 800-4-CHOICE. Receive your access code via email for Econolodge Stays booked from 729 to 922 See econolodge.com for terms and conditions. The Dogs in Danger Radio Hour. Honest talk, even when it bites. On AM 970, The Apple. Here are your hosts, Alex and Brenda. Well, we're back again, and that was phenomenal, exciting, and uh, I don't know any other way to say it. I can't wait for January to see this battle finally winning this battle. It's about time, huh? And what are you doing about it? Matt, why don't you tell us what you're doing to make sure this thing is going to pass? Well, we were a little naive, um, and the ASPCA actually really blindsided us by killing the bill in committee, by having the bill killed in committee. And, you know, Micah Kellner... The ASPCA is actually in his district, so you can imagine the pressure that he was under. But we've actually started a political action committee, and uh, we're going to be out there. It's oreospack.com or .org, and you can get more information on how you can help, and we're going to uh, really be loud and vocal this time, and Oreo's law is going to pass. Hey, yeah, the words of wisdom. Thank you. And, and you, so you said you started... <laughs> and you started a pack and political action committee, yep. Right, and you're going to use the pack to uh, punish the people who got us last time, and make sure everybody understands that they're being watched, like uh, Assemblymember Kellner said. And uh, we're going to get this done. And this is about right and wrong. Uh, and we're going to make sure that right wins this time. Perfect. And uh, what's the website again for the Oreos pack? Oreos pack. 
That's P-A-K, right? Nope, P-A-C oh. or P-A-C-K, either one. Okay, okay. Oreos Same Pack, no apostrophe, right? No apostrophe. Okay, OreosPack.com, that's where they want to go. Right. Okay, this, that's, that's terrific, and uh, I'm going to be watching you guys, and I'm going to have you back when the law passes, and we're going to open the champagne bottles here. Amen, brother. And we're going to invite the dogs in here because it's Sunday, and you know what? We can sneak the dogs in here. Sounds good. Well, Figure how many want? <laughs> <laughs> how many dogs do you have up there now? Uh, about 110, maybe. 100. And then in Elmsford, there's 300. So we have 400. We can bring them all if you want. Not the dogs available for adoption. <laughs> they just keep growing. <laughs> yes, they do, Alex. Yes, they do. Uh, Brenda, do you want to take over the next uh, Dogs in Danger sequence? Uh, yeah, our next uh, dog of the day is from L.A. City Animal Services, West L.A., and boy, do they need a lot of help out there. They have so many animals in uh, California uh, in need of homes. This dog has only two days left to live. His name is Buddy, and he's a flat-coated retriever, and he is black brindle, they're saying, white-coated retriever. He's gorgeous. You see how handsome he is? Let me see. If I could drive to L.A., I wow, think I'd bring this one home myself. He's about two years old, weighs about 55 pounds, and uh, you can call the L.A. City Animal Shelter if you're in the California area or even if you're not and you want to help. And their number is 213-792-5811, and his name is Buddy. Oh, you want you want to give that number one more time, Brenda? Yeah, 213-792-5811, uh, L.A. City Animal Services. And remember, folks, you can save a life, okay? You can save a life and have your best friend. Doesn't that. cost you anything. It's all free. Right. Look at dogsindanger.com. Every dog that's on that site is fighting for his life or her life, okay? We will not take any dogs that are not in dire situation of well, let's say the truth, death. Um, and so save a life, get the best friend you're ever going to get, um, and expand your horizons to where uh, some of us have reached here, okay? Thousands of dogs waiting for somebody to take them Yeah, there are thousands of friend. dogs on dogsindanger.com, and they're across all the states. And a lot of these shelters, I mean, we just gave you a dog that's in Los Angeles. A lot of these shelters will help you fly the dog in. They'll help you figure out some way of making things happen. But I believe that this Oreos law that we call Oreos law, this, this, this sort of very uh, logical law that you cannot kill a dog uh, if somebody else is willing to let it live. That's, That's it. simply it. That's it. That's and how, how they mess this up and how they, um, you know, the ingredients they throw into this thing are, are just, I don't even understand these arguments that they come up with. I mean, the, the number one argument, just for a second, <laughs> the number one argument is... No, they're going to cut me off. There we go. The number one argument, I'm going to have to bring that back because I know they're going to cut me off. <laughs> After the break. We'll be right back. After, After the break. Argument. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. That's a teaser. <laughs> More of the Dogs in Danger Radio Hour is on the way on AM 970, The Apple. Dogs in Danger is an award-winning charity that has turned the animal world on its head. It's the last chance for dogs waiting on death row in shelters across the country. They tell the public what dog is where and how many days they have before being killed. Then caring people like you go and save the poor dog and bam, you have a new best friend and a happy family. Dogs in Danger has done this over 40,000 times in just two and a half years. Wow. Now you can help Dogs in Danger spread the word and save even more lives. 
Your donation is 100% tax deductible. So what are you waiting for? Go to dogsindanger.com and click the donate button. Just $18 a month will make them reach farther and help end the killing of our furry friends. www.dogsindanger.com Then click donate and do something good for your soul. This is David Aikman for townhall.com. Time magazine for decades has decorated its front cover with a plethora of the famous and the beautiful. Winston Churchill, Mahatma Gandhi, Stalin, Marilyn Monroe, Mao. But the latest cover illustration is surely the most gruesome ever. An 18-year-old Afghani young woman called Aisha, whose nose and ears were cut off by the Taliban because she fled abusive in-laws. Times editors deserve credit for illustrating just what will happen if the Taliban come back to power. Absolute barbarism for women, desperate ignorance for children who are denied education, and a society thrown like a dish rag back to the dark ages. Is this what Americans want to see happen? I don't think so. The question is, are we prepared to pay the cost to prevent it? I'm David Aikman. Visit townhall.com today. No fleas on us. The Dogs in Danger Radio Hour on AM 970. The Apple. Here are your hosts, Alex and Brenda. And we're back again. And can you believe it? Our first premiere debut show is almost wow. over. We're, we're in the last few minutes. I want, to ta- I want to thank our guests, first of all, for Matt and Carrie for being here, and Assemblyman Kellner for joining us for um, an intriguing and eye-opening discussion. I was going to say what the last, you know, the major point of, uh, of uh, confrontation that, that the, the opposition group said, which was that if you take this dog out of the shelter and give it to you guys, who knows that who's going to end up with? We are the arbiters of good faith here, and this dog can end up with, uh, you know, with a guy that's going to hoard them. He's going to put him into dog fighting. All sorts of nasty stuff can happen to this dog. So instead of that, let's kill the dog. That's okay. It. So why, why have, take a chance that the dog can end up in dog fighting or something horrible can happen to the dog? Let's just kill the dog, and then the dog is happy. That's right. We call that the better off dead argument. Right. And that's the bottom line. That's better off insane argument. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I call that. And our invitation stands for uh, anyone who is opposing Oreo's law to come back and talk about what it's going to take to get this passed. Absolutely. Brenda, what's, what's up for next week's show? Next week, we're going to be talking mandatory spay-neuter. All the male dogs out there crossing their legs right now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, you know, everyone in the animal world is, uh, you know, advocates spay-neuter, um, so not much of a discussion there. But we're going to talk about mandatory spay-neuter laws. They're sweeping the country right now, and it's going to be all about how do they work and are they successful. Are they successful, and should we do more of them or less of them? We're going to have a bunch of experts coming in and telling, tell us that is this the panacea? Is this the thing that's going to save the dog overpopulation myth or problem, right? That's right, absolutely. And yeah. we're going to be taking call-ins again, and anyone who wants to uh, send an email to us so their voice, their uh, opinion can be heard can email us at radio at dogsandanger.com or call us at 866-970-9622. And our website, live streaming through the website, right? People live can listen to it. If, so if you're not next to your TV... Just go to dogsindanger.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, you click a button, and you can hear the program. You can call in and hear yourself on the program as well. So all the technology is in place, and we're going to have links up on dogsindanger.com for all of these discussions that we've had today. We talked a lot about the ASPCA. We talked about the Animal Law Coalition. We talked about the Assemblyman's Bill. We talked about the New York Bar Association. We're going to have links there for all these documents. 
And we're also going to have a huge link to Pets Alive, so you guys can go out there and save a bunch of lives, okay? Let's just remind everyone, those dogs are not in danger, but they are in need of loving homes. So let's make sure we think and about we, those dogs, we too. we basically pull them the same way you do. Absolutely. So they were in danger at one time. Now they're safe. We're a resource for you. Now they're, sa- now they're safe, they yeah. need, but they you still know, need homes. You know, real quick, um, Micah Kellner mentioned that there's two attitudes right now, and one of them is the old attitude and the new attitude. Any shelter that sends dogs pictures and information to dogs in danger is part of the new group. Is part of the group that, at any uh-huh. cost, wants to see these dogs adopted. That's right. And Dogs in Danger is a great website and a great resource for people. Everybody should go and take two because they're small. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, thank you, guys. You're, you're terrific. Thank we'll you. Be, we'll be back. We'll next be week. back. We'll be back. Thank you. Thanks, everyone.